0: One, a podcast where we talk all things Navy, military, and oval, other global happenings. I'm your Commander-in-Chief, Frank.
1: I'm the Salty Millennial. My obal happenings. Great gobly globally.
0: Yeah, I was totally about to intro. Like, totally wrong show. <laughs> wrong title. Wrong everything. <laughs> you've, been, you've been cheating on me, man? No, nah, just from yesteryear. I just, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah just do it.
1: Let me know if you, you, know, you want to move on to other podcasts. You know? I mean, there's prettier hosts
0: out there and i don't know they've been making eyes as me and it's showing a little leg
1: not all about looks man you need well they're need smarter substance. and have better Gotta personalities be... too Ugh. that's crushing <laughs> all right well i can't i can't so i can't compete with that and and it, and they're
0: able to small. fly airplanes yeah yeah and, I, and submarines
1: i can i can, they can I, fly a submarine i can pilot i'm fly <laughs>
0: All okay. right, so, so thanks, we're back. Yeah, we're back again. Thanks for everyone for suffering through last week. We did it.
1: We did. He's knocking the rust off. You know, this. that's like what the Navy's doing. We're doing the same thing. We're getting back to it. You got to, you got to do a little bit of wire brushing sometimes, man.
0: That's true. It was kind of just. Scraping out the old pipes and whatever was rotten inside of our skulls.
1: Yeah, I mean we can blame the rust. We can also blame the fact that we both had several drinks that day. I was really drunk at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> we started uh, a few drinks in, and then of course, you know, we were enjoying our fine. Uh, what do we have here today? It's
0: The River Set Rye. River Set Rye. Russell, so. Tennessee.
1: You know, that was flowing and um Well
0: last week the Bucks the coherency
1: gave... also kinda just went downhill.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean the Bucks game was a four and it was exciting yeah. we beat the Rams, so yeah. I was very celebratory then yeah. I was like, I got to drink some whiskey now and by uh, the end of it I don't even
1: know what happened. The good news is the Bucks lost to the Saints today, so we're much <sighs> more sober.
0: Did you did the Falcons end up beating the Texans? Uh negative oh,
1: Ghost Rider. Okay that did not happen but
0: the panthers beat the jags so, so
1: great we get to see more of cam newton just like an
0: old school marm <laughs> uh, you see the meme where they said cam newton looked like cynthia from rugrats <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true it is I,
1: true yeah he, i think he's messing with us i really do
0: there's something about like rich athletes and be like i'm gonna be a fashion icon and it's like what are you gonna do i don't know and they just like jump into a laundry yeah. pile at a I, I, I mean, I'm house. just
1: waiting. I think he's just waiting for somebody to challenge him on it, and then he's just gonna knock him the fuck out. Yeah, I, I don't feel know,
0: like Russell Westbrook and those cats started where was like, I'm gonna wear some glasses, I'm gonna wear a big hat. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can wear a big hat, I can wear a lady's blouse. How about that?
1: Yeah, I told you I was on a plane with Cam Newton one time, right? You did, yeah, and he had a feather in his cap. He had a big, <laughs> fancy cat. I think it was like orange, it was like an orange and purple outfit, Makes and sense. then big ass feathers sticking out of his cap. But the thing about it is is Cam Newton is a very large man, right? Much more so in person than on TV. Yes, he's a big man. Yes. he was so big in fact that as I was sitting near him on the plane, the guy next to me and I were were arguing over whether it was Cam Newton and he was saying he's too damn big to be Cam Newton. Oh it was like this guy he looks like what you would think an offensive lineman would look like
0: except without the gut. <laughs> well, right right I mean, he's yeah. just completely just chiseled. Yeah.
1: Um, you know his his arms are as big as my legs.
0: I tell me look stupid just so you'll slap me in the face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, if you're listening, Cam, Mister Newton, uh, Frank is the one that said that. Oh yeah, most definitely, he looks ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I was behind Josh Freeman's dad in the Kansas City airport. We took the same flight to Tampa one day. <laughs> that dude is huge. I was sitting there like there was uh, two people in front of me, and the dude I was just like, God, that is a big motherfucker like that's a guy that used to play football or does play football i couldn't tell his age i'm like he could be a coach like he could be a he could be like a linebacker coach like the dude was huge yeah and so i started kind of scoping their tickets like him and i noticed that uh, right behind them was this little short white woman and they had the same last both of them had the last name freeman i was like oh yeah, josh freeman went to kansas state and I was, so gotcha. i started and so i was taught we were just having casual conversation about, she's like, like oh, because I have my Bucks stuff on. She's like, oh, you like the Bucks You go to the games? Like, I do. I was like, you going in for old number five there? Like, oh, you figured us out. Uh, <laughs> His mom was very pleasant. Well, that's good. His dad was nice, too. He gave me a little, I'm a guy. I don't feel like talking to you, stranger nod. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs>
1: but that's, that's all, that's as good as you can expect. Yes. That's, I didn't really what, want to what talk to him. What is Josh Freeman doing these days? I I'm wonder.
0: guessing dudes and cocaine. Oh. Dudes and cocaine. Is he in prison? No. Oh. Just, uh, it, just
1: makes, it sounded like that by the way you said it.
0: No, just... Uh, d- d-
1: you, you, you think he's a gay drug addict?
0: Yeah. Well, I think the reason that... Uh, so there's a guy that used to play for the Bucks who grew up in Largo. And uh, him, among some other people, had, had been talking about like, well, Freeman was always late to practice because he was up all night partying doing blow. And then like, mm. everybody was like, you know, I'd go to Freeman's house on Clearwater Beach or whatever. Never seen a woman there. I've never seen one female there, and Freeman's brother, who played football for a little bit, uh, he was gay. And it's statistically unlikely to have, you know, I mean, to have both of the siblings be be gay, but it could happen. And so I don't uh, know. Yeah. But uh, that was uh, there. There was lots of rumors swirling about that. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. You
1: just went from from complimenting his parents. To
0: there's anything bad about it. He's doing lots of dudes and cocaine.
1: Well, I mean, it's okay. So, yes, clearly nothing wrong with being a gay man. Uh, I guess there's nothing wrong with doing cocaine either from some perspective. Other than when you lose your $20 the million contract. Of it. yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you,
0: when you miss work because, like, I mean, it was a problem. And apparently he got clean. Because like, he tried to do a comeback at some point. Hmm. But it was, I don't know. I don't think his heart was in it.
1: Well, oh, well. But uh, okay, so poor old Josh Freeman. <laughs> I think it was tough. good. Good luck to him. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some Navy shit. Yeah. Talk some Navy stuff. The Navy
0: um, things. I want to talk about old Jesus.
1: Let's talk about Jesus. So Satan is in charge of uh, Third Fleet. We we found out that last week. And Satan's a good man. Uh, apparently, I don't know him. Um, you know his record? Uh, nope. Never actually heard of him until the article. So he's um vice. Admiral uh, what was his name? His call sign is Satan. Yeah. So Satan is running Third Fleet now. Yes, uh, it is. Yes, I'm just gonna yes. Google Satan Third Fleet and see what happens.
0: <laughs> That's the difference. I was just like, I don't know. Like I was like, What? I don't care. Oh, Satan. Yeah, I like this guy.
1: Yeah, and you know, you, you read the article and you're like, how can how can the headline not be Satan takes over Third Fleet?
0: Yeah, I saw that on the Twitters.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Scott Kahn, Vice Admiral Scott Kahn, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. He's um Yeah. Don't know anything about him, but uh, cool call sign. Yeah. And,
0: uh, How do you earn that call sign? I don't know. Oh. Th-
1: that's something I want to know. An I really want to know.
0: Commander Jesus here, his call I guess it's probably just his nickname, it's not his call sign,
1: Manny. Manny. Oh yeah, so we have we have Jesus, yeah, Jesus. on the flip side. So Satan's a good guy. Jesus is a bad guy. So yeah. Manny Cordero, Commander Jesus Manny Cordero Villa. Um is apparently kind of a butt. Kind of, kind of a big stinky butt. <laughs> uh, what did he do? Forced his the report says CO forced minions to write his fit rep, gave Secretary panic attack.
0: What's a so, fit rep?
1: So it's like a that's like an officer's performance evaluation. It's like once a year you Sorry. You, you um,
0: So you had his secretary write the performance review? For no,
1: like his his uh, junior officers and chiefs.
0: So basically people were writing reviews for people that outranked them?
1: Yes. Ooh. So I don't even think it's right to be asking uh, officers to write their own. I think – I mean it's like you kind of have to because people just – it's. The nature of the beast, right? Yeah. Who knows the most about what you do? You do, right? You gotta, you gotta fight. You gotta like defend yourself. And you gotta it's gotta always interesting.
0: It's a, it, from a. It's interesting to see how people view that they're doing their job. You know, it's telling. Yeah, me. you get
1: a lot of you a lot of uh, good insight from that. But uh, I always tried to just say, hey guys, just like r- run me through your brag sheet. We call it a brag sheet. Mm. So it's like you just kind of keep track of things you do over the year, and typically that happens in the last like 15 days of the year. <laughs> so you're like, oh shit, what did I do? So you get your brag sheet together, and like, all right, cool, now let's let's talk about it. And then I'll do the writing of the fit rep for you, you know, for, for my subordinates, whoever that, you know. And then kind of, you know, you get more senior, and you realize that you kind of need to do more of it yourself. So, like, for me, writing mine, I put a little more effort into not just here's some bullets, but, like, here's the start to it. But I never, ever thought to, never, never even thought to ask my subordinates to write my that's why you're not, not, not right, an admiral. Or what is he? he no, he's just a commander. Oh, but that's was, why you're
0: not a commander. Yeah. I know that's, that's probably true. That's, <laughs> that's, that's part of it. never thought um, of having someone else do my work, and that's why you're not in leadership. I mean, <laughs> there's
1: there's something to be said for 360-degree reviews, right? And getting yeah. the feedback, but uh, this is a little <laughs> weird.
0: So he's like... Yeah, you can't pretend you wrote it in <laughs> a 360 review.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I guess he so he forced junior personnel to write his fit rep after he missed a March 28 deadline to send bullet points on his performance to superiors. So, we were talking about sending bullet points, right? That's what people do. Well, so he just missed the deadline. Okay. So, it was like, oh, shit. Well, I need somebody to write this shit for me because I'm too busy. I'm not going to do it. So, this one unnamed senior chief. had He had others write his fit rep bullets. Officers and chiefs had to submit bullets. A copy of the XO's emails. XO's the second in command. Okay. So... so he says, uh, beseeching department heads to help their CEO with his fit rep is included in the report. Quote, the XO's email directed input in the form of personalized bullets for Cor- Commander Cordero's fit rep, formatted it as if he had written them, then signed off on it, and it was routed up the chain of command, the investigator wrote.
0: Wait a second, so they're writing the brag sheet, his brag sheet? Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, but also oh. more than that, yeah, I guess it is the brag sheet. It's it's kind of confusing. It could be that they're actually writing his fit rep, but they're definitely writing his brag sheet.
0: So it's not he's not getting them to write it to review other officers. There's, he's saying like tell just write a list of things I've done wonderful. and Let me send it up the Correct. Chain. Oh, that's awful.
1: Yeah, it doesn't uh, paint him in a good light. Of course then he later denied having subordinates write his fit reps. So this Ooh. is great cuz he doesn't give in to any of this, which we can talk about this in a little bit, but He's, like, digging his heels in on all of this, down to the most minor thing, because mm. he's asking, you know, the investigator asked, did you ever ask or task subordinates to write your fit rep? <laughs> Quote, laughing, no, absolutely not, Cordero said in an interview transcript. Oh, my God, no, laughing, mm-hmm. absolutely not. <laughs> so, don't oh,
0: know. Uh, oh, golly, yeah. golly, no. That's, uh... <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Imagine. I can't, I can't, I can't believe that. I mean, that's uh, It's just so, rid- I wouldn't even have ever thought of that, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> wow, you really sprung that on me.
1: Yeah, oh, what a good, good laugh. You guys. You guys uh, are hilarious, mm. you, you kidders. This is going to
0: be on my Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we done here?
1: <laughs> They're like, no, sit down. So then he also gave out a bunch of awards, which this is totally common. It's not a big deal. He's got the authority to give out these things called NAMs. They're Navy Achievement Medals. And he just walked around giving spot NAMs. So you're just like, see somebody doing a great job. You know what? I'm giving you a NAM. And it's kind of cool, but it can get out of hand, right? Because okay. you're just randomly doing it, and it gets to be a little bit of a admin burden for the people that are left out. That, like, that guy's that sailor's immediate boss, then has to go and write the award. and do all the paperwork, and then they may not even find out about it, and it can be a jumbled mess if you're giving these things out like candy, which some people do, because there's no limit to how many you can give out.
0: What does the nam look like? Does it have, like, the dangly thingy? Is it something you pin on?
1: Yeah, it's a ribbon. Uh, You get a ribbon, you get a medal, you get a piece of paper. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you add it to your uniform, and, um, yeah, and then the more you get, you just add, on the ribbon, you just add stars to it. Oh, okay. So. So it's
0: not why people have all that dangly shit. No, no,
1: it's each one of those is a separate kind Dang-y. of award, but not, by um, dangly shit,
0: sure, I mean great honors. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> it's your flair. It's my flair. Yeah.
1: So, but apparently he was doing this kind of timed with the uh, command climate surveys, and those are a really big deal for commanding officers because that's the feedback from your ship or your. In this case, it's a, um, a headquarters because he's like in a cyber uh, communications uh, unit. Um, but like yearly, they do these command climate surveys to see kind of what's the what's the the they ask mood. Underling, yeah, about like how's yeah. how's how's the command and and the command climate reflects directly on the commanding officer. So it's basically saying like how's he doing as a as a as a boss. Oh, I so I guess he was
0: uh, <laughs> passing them out right before they uh, yeah, asked him, yeah exactly <laughs> so. Like, hey! Did I tell you you're extremely attractive? <laughs> oh, right, Jimmy. There's
1: more of that too. Let me oh, go. God. Let me find this in the article. There's so much in here. Um, so I I I'm skipping ahead. That. I'm skipping ahead to. Um, where did he talk about the Japanese women?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: serious. This. I mean, of course, if you believe any of this, this is an an, an IG investigation. So, um, I could, we can talk a lot about how the IG has been weaponized. Because you, you you are guilty... Essentially, you get these things, these investigations, you're basically guilty and, mm-hmm. until you can prove otherwise. And it kills your career. So, I mean, just mm-hmm. think for a second. What if all this was his... He, people just didn't like him. Yeah. And they're just making this up. He's screwed. I mean, this guy... No, I kind of doubt that they're making it all up, but it's possible because people do lie.
0: I want to hear what Captain HoCut has to say. So, so yeah, (laughs) because it says in here that apparently he, uh, that a sailor said that uh, he also heard Cordero say that Captain HoCut was not a good sponsor, that uh, Cordero was sent to fix problems caused by HoCut, and that Cordero did not want to hear about expletive Captain HoCut again. Then, uh, here's the quote from Cordero. Oh, no, this is what they said he said. He said I don't give a shit how Captain Cut did it. Do it this way. <laughs> and Cordero denied it. Why would I say that, Cordero asked? That makes absolutely no sense. Captain Hocutt is a great friend of mine. We should just At- ask... Ask Captain Hocutt. Ask Captain Holcut. Are y'all great friends? Oh, no, he's a fucking weasel. I hate that guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you never know what you might say, but, uh... If you're going so-
0: outside, you're not being a team member. You're being selfish. Oh yeah! Don't bring bro, up stuff outside the chain of command. That sounds—that's the loyalty. That's uh, that's uh,
1: you know he's emphasizing loyalty and he's like keep it inside the lifelines. <laughs> what happens here stays here. In other words, don't you fucking rat on me? That's
0: why we have whistleblower laws. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So okay, so what? So somebody talked about when date when she was pregnant. Cordero made comments to her about how women can quote bounce back from pregnancy <laughs> and spoke of Japanese woman that he knew was seven kids who still had a, quote, gorgeous body. <laughs> uh, so that's a, that's normal That's normal banter in an office, right?
0: Say, so, hey, girl, you know? drop that baby weight. What you waiting on? Yeah. Get on the Stairmaster. I seen this Japanese girl did it. Yeah, I mean,
1: Don <laughs> Draper says stuff like that, so it's probably fine.
0: I well, know um, that he does. <laughs> <laughs> Don Draper was pretty okay with, uh, with the ladies.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess he probably didn't mind. What was Roger? Roger might say that. I liked Roger. Roger, oh the gray-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, Tony Stark's dad. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, it's hard to keep up, man. I gotta, I gotta watch that show again. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't. I never it, finished it. He was my
0: favorite, Roger. Yeah, It's like I don't know. I'm drinking vodka. It's nine a.m. That's what I do. That <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can go out and get some business. No, nah, fuck it. I'm he was. To
1: he was always the one that kind of was not conscientious. Like Don Draper seemed to have a conscience. Yeah, and he wrestled with it. No, not. Um,
0: not, Rod- not roger yeah. roger was there to be the fun guy he was there to be the fun guy for the he wanted clients. to
1: keep it in the 60s you know? yeah
0: well but that's what his job was to be the fun guy go yeah. out there oh and go, yeah that oh, was his job girls, yeah so it's just like i don't know i'm always drunk it's fun
1: he <laughs> <laughs> it did he just kind of made fun of don for having like these um bouts of a of, uh, consciousness. yeah so okay so what else did this guy i mean this is this goes on and on oh we haven't talked about the the um secretary that he uh, stressed out so bad that she cried and have, had panic attacks.
0: And that's what I want to hear about, because that seems like weak shit.
1: Well, he got angry if she was absent for from her desk for even a couple of minutes. I couldn't go out of the office more than two minutes without this happening. Uh, oh, without the CO freaking out. I couldn't go to the head. Mm-hmm. I had to let the CO and admin, lead petty officer, know if I was going to the head. I had to actually ask to go to the head.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, I mean, I understand why that's shitty And why you stand up and say something about it And all that I don't understand why you're having panic attacks about it I I don't know I don't know, pull up your big girl pants It's hard to tell, is
1: this woman um, in uniform or civilian? I guess it just doesn't matter, I right? I don't care, yeah, either yeah. way Are you a yeah.
0: growed up or you ain't a growed up? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you have to have people around you That will help you stand up to that shit If, you're, if Everybody's like Basically, ganging up on you, like, no, yeah. you need to, you need to ask. Like, I can see how if you get yourself in, in a work environment where you feel like everybody's against you, and you do need to ask permission to go pee, that might stress you out a bit.
0: It's tr- yeah, but, but if you, again, I guess it's uh, with you the you stand up
1: and say, no, I'm a grown person, I'm a grown ass woman, yeah, I'm gonna go pee when I need to pee. It's like,
0: hey, guess what, chain of command, it's illegal. This is illegal. So there actually are laws against that. Yeah, no, this is illegal. So yeah. I'm gonna go pee whenever the fuck I want to because you can't stop me. Yeah, and uh, we can. If you want to, we can talk about this in some sort of disciplinary committee. But I don't think we want to do that. So I'm gonna <laughs> just go take a nice poo now.
1: And I think that um,
0: waffle stomping people.
1: Unfortunately, it seems like sailors get a bad rap for being like uh, sea lawyers when they when they stand up for themselves like that. Yeah, and it's like, nah, I mean, you need to stand up for yourself. To, you know, you do, you do, you absolutely do. And you need to kind of be willing to have a conversation about it because you could be wrong. You yeah. don't know. You don't know everything.
0: Well, and I can imagine with all the, the, the young people that come into the ranks of the military too, like everybody thinks they know everything. Right. You get a lot of that. And like and I you know I've I've seen you know, I've seen like employees start talking start talking about like loopholes and laws and stuff and it's just like, eh, you kind of have everything wrong there. Like, I see where you can draw these conclusions. Please don't try to do any of these things, it's gonna turn out badly. Yeah. You know. But one thing's for certain, you cannot prevent someone from using the bathroom legally as an employer. So, you hear that? Hey, Zeus. Hey, yeah. Zeus. Go talk to Satan. Go see, see, Satan wouldn't have done that. I don't think Satan would have done that. I died. don't
1: think you get to be, you don't get to be the commander of the third fleet by holding telling people to hold their pee in.
0: What's the third fleet?
1: That's the um, fleet out in the Pacific that is um, like the the near Pacific, so it's like, the off the coast of the United States. Okay, literally. so not so, over near Japan and yeah, stuff. That's more, okay. Yeah, that's more.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Um. So, what else did he do? He was just running down this list of uh, basically forcing people to go on volunteer community service. <laughs> uh, voluntel volunteer them, or I will. Cordero warned his department heads. That's also not uncommon. I don't think that's you know that's that's just sh- shitty. It's it's annoying as as hell, but it's. Um, that's part of being in the military, I, I, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that one.
0: Here's a great quote from a sailor towards the end. He goes, "The CO brags that he only sleeps three hours a night." One sailor told investigators, "I feel that this might be affecting his cognitive responses." <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? They really said that?
1: That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's That's the, a great quote. I
0: feel like this might be affecting his cognitive. Like, like I think he's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: maybe we found. Maybe this is all a big. Um, Lesson learned on getting enough sleep. Yeah,
0: dude, you know, just needs a nice dude, nap. Just, just get a, get a nap. What was that movie Bullworth? Remember Bullworth? Warren Beatty. He hires an assassin. To, he's a politician running uh, for like president or senator. Or I remember that
1: movie. I never saw it.
0: Oh, it was it was a fun movie. But he uh, at some point uh, he's like he's this uh, person running for office, and he just loses his shit, and he starts like partying with these young. Uh, these young girls he met at a club you know and he's rapping and doing drugs smoking weed and all this stuff but he, he goes out there and instead of sugarcoating stuff he's just like you need to get off your ass and get a job that you know just all this kind of stuff and uh, he's just rising in popularity but apparently he's going through this thing cause like he's he's horribly depressed he's hired a hitman to kill him and all this stuff <laughs> and so he's just like fuck it I don't got any time to live anyway I'm just gonna party and tell people what I think you know and, and then like towards the end of the movie yeah spoilers anyway he sleeps for like 12 hours one night and he wakes up and he's like Oh shit! I need to tighten my tie and go out here and talk to the press and suddenly he was a normal dude again after a solid night's sleep. Is that all? I was? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, then uh, maybe he shouldn't have slept because he was a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, I actually found that to be a downer of an ending.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just that that brought this whole thing to um, a nice little bow tie ending.
0: Well, here's uh, so apparently a, a summarized transcript of Cordero's interview with the Investigator. He expressed complete shock at the complaints against him, especially because his command maintained the atmosphere of a family environment. I
1: think the key question there is, whose family are we talking about?
0: How fortunate we are to be here. It feels like a dream. I'm the luckiest man alive. All the feedback I get from everybody is extremely positive. This (laughs) is the greatest job.
1: That's literally, I think, what they tell you to say at command school.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also like... Of course, you've outlawed them saying anything negative. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: I don't know why, but everybody just tells me all these awesome things about me. Every all the time. now and then,
0: people just send me lists of great
1: <laughs> things I've achieved over the year.
0: It's wonderful. Yeah,
1: completely unsolicited. It's
0: just like, oh, it's this bullet, pr- bulleted list. I go, hey, I think I might use this. I don't
1: know why. You, nobody would do that.
0: Yeah, Terry, you know, you did it, Terry. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but it, it, that never happened, apparently. So. Um, that's just uh it's this t- is confounding is what this is but it's it's, it's uh, not surprising
0: it's just well in today's day you can't you know you can't apologize like i don't i don't know if you did it or not but if you did anything close to it or anything kind of gruff like you apologize you're fired
1: yeah well he's probably fired anyway i well that's well the, that's the whole thing about weaponizing the ig yeah. just, there's nothing he can do about it
0: no so like you 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 confess and apologize, and people go, yeah, not good enough, fired. Yeah. Or you say, I didn't do it, and they either say, well, we found that you did, or maybe they don't, but I don't know.
1: Because here's the thing, is is going back to the beginning, his chain of command, like his boss and the admirals are like, the worst part about this, perhaps most disappointing, was your unwillingness to take responsibility for even the smallest of indiscretions, as well as repeated, vigorous, and obvious false statements, severely compromising your integrity (laughs) and judgment as a leader. So that's one of those things, again, where these, this is a three-star vice-admiral saying these things. Uh, old Jesus hasn't been convicted yet, and you're putting yourself in a bad spot again by talking about all these things and saying you lied and you won't admit the truth. Well, guess what? He, he hasn't... But, by any kind of a court opinion, he hasn't lied. He's- not by a
0: court opinion, but if they're sitting there and they're just like... I mean, he's, like, I mean got- he's probably not going to go to court for any of this. None no. of this is like a crime. But I'm just saying, if you've got all these emails where he's like, Hey, Tim, do this right. for me, you suck, son of a bitch. Yeah. It's like, you put in Yeah, you got the investigation. Yeah. And I
1: mean, this seems like one of those cases. But you got to kind of let things play out a little bit before you start pressuring people. What happens is that three-star is pressuring him to take responsibility to make this thing go away quickly. Right. And if you resist, then it becomes a thing. And they don't like when it becomes a thing. So, I think that's bullshit. But, yeah. if, the guy, if Jesus wants to deny all this shit in the face of all the emails saying he did it, I'm, I'm fine with that. To, to Fire honest, ass.
0: just for my entertainment purposes, I want to see him fight this tooth and nail. So it happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want
1: to see the um, uh, the Japanese woman uh, that <laughs> he said had a gorgeous body after seven kids it's, testify against him.
0: you feel <laughs> like, I never said that. Like, sir, you have a picture of her in, a, in your wallet. <laughs> okay, fine. So I might have said, it, but look at her. She's lovely. Yeah, that's
1: going to be his defense. <laughs>
0: like, look at her. Like, no,
1: her. everything I said is true, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, look at that figure. Come on. Seven kids? Yeah. Come on.
1: So, <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, hey, Zeus, I'm pulling for you. Um, you, you got know, it, Manny. Yeah, you're good. Man- Manny. That's right is that a call sign he's not even a pilot i don't
0: think it's a call i can't be a call sign that'd be the worst call sign ever
1: it's like my name's richard call sign bob <laughs> <laughs> that's true unless he's like really manly or something no yeah, manly. yeah. no I'm, I, I don't know i don't big I don't, red
0: Sox fan maybe yeah
1: okay well i think um we've probably beaten uh jesus uh jesus's horse to death please
0: don't beat our lord
1: no sorry okay what else do uh What else do we have on tap tonight?
0: I want to hear about uh, that retail name, the the rename of the whoever the hell that became like retail associate or whatever. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're just uh we're just we're getting so
1: modern. Um, it's it's the millennials. I'm telling you, it's the millennials. They're they're screwing it all up for the rest of us. I mean, the rest of you guys. <laughs> apparently, apparently, um, we think it's necessary to take uh, the ship's servicemen uh, rating. Or, you know, the uh, job classification. You know, everybody goes into a rating in the Navy, or a gunner's mate, or a quartermaster. What,
0: and explain to me what a ship serviceman is.
1: Uh, so it's in the supply department, and it's a. Uh, we have ship stores, so somebody that would stock in and run the ship's store or the barbershop. Um, there various other functions within the supply department, so and, it, I, and, and I the
0: ship's canteen where you go for your laffy taffy and all that. Yeah,
1: exactly. So they're running that. They're running that store. They're also uh, giving haircuts, um, laundry. Um, okay.
0: So not just the dude cashing you out of the canteen. There's a bunch. No, of jobs. no.
1: But we decided, uh, in our wisdom, to change that to um, retail servicemen. I don't like that. Like... Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Is really retail services specialist. But what? Yeah. I mean, retail? Is that something that we think is important for
0: um, well, a skill to have in the military? Well, I mean, if you're running the canteen or whatever the fuck you call it on the boat, I mean, you are a retail specialist on the ship. Fine. But uh, but if you're a barber, I mean, you're a barber specialist. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I don't... It seems like a good title if you're going to privatize those jobs. Like Okay, good point. Like if not have if you're like, alright, we're just gonna bring in some civvies who like to ride on a boat for a while. And what do, what do you think of when you think of retail? Like who works retail? I mean seven eleven.
1: I mean I think yeah, okay, so there's seven eleven, but there's also the the like college job or um, you know teen, teenager job that sure. does you do retail. That's a good it's a great
0: Home Depot? There's a lot of people that work yeah, at Home Depot.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Um, but uh, nothing about retail uh, speaks military to me. No. Not no. even Navy. And we are, <laughs> Navy can sometimes be on the fringes of military. Um, but we are, you know, we're a, a branch of the armed forces. And uh, apparently now one of our ratings is retail. I, uh, I I don't get it.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, you join the military, learn a, learn a skill, become an engineer, whatever, that kind of stuff. But, like, no one wants to, like, hey, if you join, if you enlist uh, for this many years, you'll be a professional at working at a convenience store. And that's what they're saying. That's (laughs)
1: literally the the chief of naval personnel, uh, Vice Admiral Noel, is saying the name, uh, quote, translates more easily to the civilian sector. So we're setting people up for success by, uh, so they can go and work in the mall.
0: That sucks.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I but there's there's yes, there is a retail aspect to these people's jobs. Of course, which but is I don't, fine. I'm not so sure that characterizing it that way is helpful. Well, uh, no, cuz like, cuz it centralizes it to retail when there's more to it than that.
0: Well, that yeah, yeah, well I don't know what there is to it that beyond just, you know, normal running a store kind of thing but on the ship, but like I don't know, you you get I I would think if you're recruiting people, you want to incentivize them and to say that, you know, at the end of being dragged around to wherever people tell you to go, doing whatever you have to do, at the end of it, you know, you can get a job at Publix. It's like, well, I can get a job at Publix now. Yeah. Like, I can already do that without a high school diploma. And it's like, well, we'll get you, we'll pay for college. And at the end of college, do they still pay for college?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, it's just like, all right, pay for college, and then we'll get you that job at Target. Like, eh, that's not why I want to go to the. Navy or college? <laughs> I didn't really think
1: <laughs> Target was my best opportunity after college. It's a fine job. It just wasn't my goal. <laughs> I mean, that's – so maybe you like running a business, but that's – yeah it's in retail, but that's more like entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. That's not retail. Yeah. Uh, but – so we've got uh, – so uh, this is from the uh, Navy Chief of Supply Corps, Rear Admiral Michelle Skubik.
0: Yeah, wrote, tell Michelle to go buy Navy Admiral of Retail. See how she'd like it uh, basically yeah I mean supply blah yeah. blah, blah. please blah. join
1: me in congratulating our retail service specialists on this milestone and uh, they, uh, so JD Simkin wrote this article which is uh, hats off to uh, JD uh, this is this gave me this definitely gets three shot takers in my in my opinion oh yeah her words echoed in the ears of roughly 2,000 retail specialists in the Navy's ranks each achieving this milestone merely by existing Yeah. <laughs> But now their real training begins if they want to survive their future in the civilian mall apocalypse that begins annually on the day after Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. They do need training. Well, that's where military people in retail would come in. That's a great point. Great point.
1: I mean, can you imagine? Actually, that would be fun to watch those videos of, like, the moms fighting over the last Build-A-Bear or something. Yeah, get get some nice,
0: uh, like, rangers in their seals. It's like, fuck you, it's my teddy bear.
1: Oh, man. Have you seen the video of the Marine that, like, comes out of nowhere? These, like, these two teenagers are fighting on the schoolyard?
0: Yeah, he got in trouble. Well, he he went to that school. Like, the 18-year-old Marine, right?
1: Uh, I didn't... I just saw the video. Okay, yeah. So, he just
0: shit-tackles them, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he broke a rib. Uh, he had to have done some damage to those kids. But he took them both out in, like, a submarine tackle.
0: He did, but here's the thing, like... I- I think he went to that school. I think he was, like, one year removed from that school. Like, I think he, yeah. he had just graduated. Uh, it wasn't a good move. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't a great move. But or it, wasn't, it was, it was, It was. His, his heart was in the right place. I his think. heart, because, like, you know, there was this, these kids fighting, and literally everyone is standing around watching it, and yeah. no, no one's bringing it up. Teachers aren't breaking up, anything. And so you get this guy, who's was like, why? He comes you? from, like, 300 yards <laughs> away. He's like, oh, Full bring sprint. it up! <laughs> I mean, like,
1: heart was yeah, it? Yeah, this is a dummy move. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, there's worse things to be caught on video doing.
0: I mean, he was breaking up a fight he's, that
1: none of the administrators yeah. were breaking up. No
0: teacher I, was breaking it he's up. Applying probably some of the things that he was taught at boot camp. Well, that's the that's the unfortunate thing. It's you know, one, bystander what, intervention. Well, the, one of the unfortunate things is uh, one of the mothers was pissed off about it and uh treated him like yes he's an adult and all that but treated him like he's like a 30 year old adult versus like an 18 year old adult because they're like you know military people are taught tactics to handle these sorts of things and you know having an adult come in and do that to my it's like okay the 18 year old to the 17 year old and like he hasn't actually been taught those things yet yeah yeah exactly he doesn't know shit he's just 18 with a funny hat
1: yeah but he put on the uniform, and that's a big deal. Yeah. So that's oh, a symbol. Yeah.
0: Did he have it on when he did the tackle? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Or I think he had his just his t-shirt. You know, the, the t-shirt. t-shirt. It yeah. took the blo the military blouse off. But I mean, he's in uniform. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you know you got to be. It's a tough lesson for that kid because he probably has been in the in the Marine Mar- Corps for a year at most. Yeah, I mean he. And, ma- I mean at most. Yeah, so you got to you know you, you're a symbol when you're wearing that uniform. And yeah. it's much bigger than you. And you, it takes a lot. It, it does, man. I, I didn't know that at first, and I didn't realize it. And it takes a while to kind of grasp that concept. Almost uh, like
0: a maturation process. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like, like,
1: I mean, I, I would hope that people are uh, held accountable, kind of like on the scale of how long they've been in in the military or any job. Really, yeah. you know, you're you're new with something, you're going to screw up more often. Yeah. And, um, and then, I, if you're in for twenty years and you do some of the same shit or something even worse, the consequences are more severe. But that's because you've had the training and the time to embrace those skills and knowledge and, and internalize them, and you should be better at applying them in your daily job.
0: Do uh, do you know if you got into any actual trouble?
1: No, I never followed up on that one.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering. I mean, who's uh, no, Jo, just Josue. Maybe. Josue uh, Valdez?
1: Probably, probably not. I don't know. J
0: O S U E. Yeah, I don't know. Are these J- kids. Jo- Josue. Yeah. I think it's Josue. It's probably Josue. Oh, a boy named Josue. Oh yeah. yeah the eighteen-year-old Marines. So that's why Marine. he's all pissed off because he's a boy named Josue. Exactly. I knew I wouldn't be around for you. I Knew you need to be tough or die. In so named the mud, Josue. And the blood and the beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sarmiento himself, a former student there. So he's 18 years old, right? This is September. That means he was a student there, what, four months prior? <laughs> like, yeah. this is not a grown-ass man that's standing there. What was he doing at the high school? He was probably, It was probably just was visiting. visiting. You know, it's, it's, he's probably going back to yeah. show off his Marine uniform and be like, what up, bitches? Remember yeah. how none of y'all wanted me to date? Now I'm in a uniform.
1: That's a, that's a, that's a weird flex. Weird. Really? Show up in your marine uniform. I mean, that's fine. But then to go and and putting that together with the submarine tackle and the kids. fight... Oh no no no! Because I'm I'm, if think... you're gonna go and you're gonna be Joe Cool or yeah. Joe, Joe Sue Cool, uh, and, yeah. and show up in your uniform, then just do that. Don't go and then I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, think he planned. Like, gallop uh, over to this fight and like, fucking <laughs> go
0: Leroy Jenkins on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he planned on that. I think he probably showed up to like just reacted. Just a to... Probably see his friends and probably show off his uniform to girls and see if. He I wonder could if think. he knew those kids. I mean, probably. I mean, they didn't so they look could, that big. They yeah. looked younger, but. uh Anyway. anyway. I mean, he could. But that's the thing, and like he probably thought he was doing the right thing. it Was like, after this fight's going on for a while, because like you know, it goes on. They're punching. They're punching. She's like, no one's gonna break it up. They're just watching, videoing it with their phones. Like someone's got to do something. Well. I am a marine. I do need to do something. I'm responsible now. Yeah, you know, like I can see how an 18 year old could get to that. I mean, I remember feeling that day. way. Yeah. I I did. I don't think I ever. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Leroy Jenkins Superman. anybody through <laughs> 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 that? Oh fight, my god, god. Um, he was a recruiter.
1: <laughs> of course he is <laughs> of course he is oh, oh man sick. no I, I hope the best for him me too um, I mean I
0: feel he's just he's an 18 year old kid yeah there's some there's so some he's other, there recruiting I guess
1: yeah there's so much more bullshit out there there's a video of an army uh, soldier in uniform like abusing his wife in a Walmart parking lot like grabbing her <sighs> grabbing her arm so hard it leaves a mark that kind of thing and, like he's on and he's yelling and in he's just a sh- just a bag of shit yeah I mean you like, know, in public and somebody's filming him and he's losing his mind i think the kids there like baby or something you know and this guy is just a fucking worthless piece of shit just a waste of space and that's the kind of shit that makes you so mad this see seeing this guy do something stupid it's kind of like i i am pulling for you
0: you know i yeah. like you i mean but, like you said the heart it, he wasn't beating his wife for no, beating no no he's or, he's just just he probably should have made a different decision but i mean the tackle was a little extreme <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like, I think he was probably just like, yeah. He picked up his Captain America shield. and He's like, someone has. I'm to I mean, uniform. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
1: I'm, a, I'm a Marine. Let's do this. And yeah. so you kind of want the attitude, right? I gotta yeah. Yeah, I can encourage Got to that. A good but, place. So, all right, all right. But, so, but, we, th-
0: but this is why you bring in 18 year olds to the military because, like, you put them in war, yeah. and it's just like, we need to charge. Like, fuck yes, we need to charge. Yeah. I'm full of testosterone, and I say uh, yes. I'm
1: not gonna disagree with that at all. That's that's uh, it, that can be that line of thought can be kind of morbid, but. Mm. You know, I mean, you do. You have to. You're not. You're not going to put a bunch of 35 to 40 year old men. No. They're over, they're gonna you know on the front lines. They're gonna overthink the problem and and never take any action. And uh, it's
0: just like my wife would kill me if I charged into that main yeah. building. <laughs> she would kill me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you you need that that uh, decisiveness of youth. Yeah. Um, uh, just, you need to have the leaders, the admirals and generals making good decisions so that you don't right. Needlessly waste
0: our human. You know our our, our Blood and treasure. You want people over—not overthinking, but deeply analyzing yeah. before they make a move to put our men in a position. Exactly. But at that point, it needs like our men need to be black and white. Right. And when you're young, things are very black and white. It's true. It's true.
1: And that that system, uh, that's the that's war, man, and it and it uh, unfortunately it works.
0: I heard somewhere that war is hell.
1: Yeah. It is. Um. Uh, we should ask Satan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I heard uh, Sturgill Simpson on. Uh, he's got a new album yeah. out, and I heard him on Joe Rogan for a little bit. Apparently, he's doing I think a mini tour before his full tour. Okay, but is it? Uh, I think it's for Wounded Warriors or some other similar program. Yeah, but uh, for this whole tour that he's doing right now, like the proceeds go towards Wounded Warriors or one of these similar things. He he has a guy like one of the uh, some dude that works there. He was a serviceman that now I don't think he has. Legs, or maybe just below the knees, or something like that. Okay, but he was going, he was with them on the rogue and all that kind of stuff. So he, I don't know. You know, Sturgill's, um, uh, you know, he's not a like for a guy that came up in country. He's not a right wing fella. He's very anti war and all that kind of stuff. You know, kind of hearing some of the songs. You yeah, know? yeah. But uh, but you know, he'd
1: be surprised. A lot of a lot of veterans are, are anti war. I don't know if it's more so these. I don't want to say these days. Like it's, it could be any different. I don't know, but. I know from the people that I talk to, the people I see on Twitter, there's a there's a substantial portion of the veteran community that is completely fed up with the the at least the war in Afghanistan and and in Iraq and Syria.
0: <gasps> yeah, and that's the um, that's the challenge too. Is like, <clears throat> you know, I think.
1: The war on terrorism.
0: Oh, the war on terror. Fuck. Anything that's yeah. war on blank, fuck that. The war on a concept, yeah. war on drugs, war on poverty, war on terror, war on... It doesn't matter. All of them are failures. Like, we spend, like... The war on sugar. Well, that's probably the war that. on millennials. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I think the war but on... We're going to win
1: that one, by the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. watch. We We, will. we I'll tell you, I know how, because uh, <coughs> you all are going to die.
0: That's right. And <laughs> <laughs> once you
1: do, we won. We won. Let's... And then we're going to die... And then the fucking Gen Zers will win, and then eventually it'll be the robots.
0: Oh, it's the robots. Yeah, we're
1: gonna have to make a choice at some point between like the, the generation after, after Generation Z or just robots. You know, there's
0: a lot of truth to what you're saying because
1: <laughs> it's just gonna get worse. Yeah. We, we are apparently the millennials are the worst generation, and now Gen Z is worse, and then you know,
0: Gen Z is much worse. Than the <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. They are. Um,
1: <laughs> So, at some point, we're just going to have to make a decision as a human race. You know,
0: to be honest, I think the people younger than us, I don't know. I i don't think they're, I mean, there's some awful things about them, of course, because they're young and obnoxious, but I don't know. I think that all of this, like, crazy outrage culture that we're going through right now, yeah. which I don't, I mean, some of it's millennials, but some of it's the older generation, too. Like, all this just, Oh yeah, like, like, like uh, hair the, on fire about everything, you know?
1: Yeah, that's is not isolated to the millennial generation.
0: No, but but like right now, this is the time where it's just like you know the everybody's racist, everybody's uh, Nazi, everybody's this, yeah. everybody's that. If uh, you if
1: you disagree with me, then then you're, you're something awful. You're, yeah. Yeah, I demonize
0: you. Yeah, and so I, it seems as though that some uh, that the younger generations are kind of pushing back, almost that. That same apathy that we had in the '90s, which, by the way, the '90s fashions are coming back too. So maybe '90s apathy is coming back. Yeah. But uh, that kind of apathy, where it's just, where it's just like, ah, just okay, fine, everything's so bad, just fuck you, leave me alone. Yeah. You know, like there's a bit of this, like you just get to a point where you're over it. I and I think these kids, like they're growing up in a in an age where, like every single day. Right. On the news and everything is end the fucking world. Right. And so because when everything is something, it's nothing. You know. Yeah. And you, so they're you, just like, you're oh, you're okay. overloaded. Yeah, it's just like I, I don't have any world. more fucks to give. Yeah, it's just like okay, end of the world again yeah. today. That's oh, Tuesday. All right, end of the world again tomorrow. Okay. okay right. Fine. Which will only open the doors for the robots more. Yep, you're right. It will.
1: Well, they're gonna they're gonna take advantage, and you know, um, if uh, Saltron is any indication, then uh, I don't know, man. I hate I. If I had to choose between Saltron and Generation Z, Saltron. Yeah, probably by a <laughs> slim margin. Slim. It depends. He's, he's um. I mean, it. I don't know. He makes a mean. Espresso. At least he does At least he doesn't vape. <sighs>
0: uh. Yeah. Vaping. <laughs> oh, no vaping. Okay,
1: no, I don't want to talk about vaping. I want to talk about. Let's see, what else? Can uh, you vape inside a submarine? Um, good question. You could. You could, as of a few years ago, vape in a ship. I think they might have changed that, though. Yeah. But I remember being on deployment, um, walking into the uh, CIC, the Combat Information Center. That's where all the radar screens are and everything in the middle of the ship. Okay. It's like the brains of the ship. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fucking cloud of vapor. Well, <laughs> I, was a like, cloud what? I was like, am, a am fucking, I an opium uh, den or a fucking warship? Was it all
0: cotton candy bullshit? It was. Yeah. You know, well,
1: just whatever flavor. I don't fucking yeah. know. But yeah, it was, this was... Before the vaping craze, took off, but yeah. the the captain just said it's fine. It's water vapor. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, just make make the troops happy, and um, so he did. And you know, you you can't smoke inside the ship. Now you used to be able to way back in the day, and even and even on submarines. You asked about submarines.
0: Yeah, you what do you, could, do you
1: do? You could smoke in submarines um, until. Not too long ago. I want to say that's like maybe 10 years old, that, that rule. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even less. But so I guess you just can't afford to be a just
0: smoker and be on a submarine. you got to get on the go patch. Guard dip. No yeah. dip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish I had better. I think change. I might have even stopped selling dip on submarines,
1: though. No. That might No, maybe not. Because I think people would probably lose their minds.
0: You know, like, if I had better gums and... Uh... I think I might have receding jaw bones now, too. Not from dip, just from genetics. But if it wasn't for my genetics uh, for gums and bones, I would dip a lot more. It's wonderful. Oh. Oh,
1: I, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things that I, I did for a while. Um, I did. I, 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 I don't now, and I'm, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't use any tobacco products. It's that's, Yeah. Let
0: well, I me mean, I smoke cigars. Be, okay,
1: fine. I'll yeah. take it back. I'll smoke a cigar once in a while. But even that, not very often. Sometimes but, a nice pipe. You know, the the dipping, though, is just, it, 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 it. visually, you can see what it's doing to your gums. After Quite,
0: while. And almost immediately. Yeah. The, yeah.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> it's that's just, it's, speaks to the addictive nature of, uh, of nicotine, because you're like, I see it eating my gums, but I'm putting it in there anyway.
0: That's a, like, I, I got it when I was working at a gas station, you know, I was fine. Like, you know what? I'm going to try like the little bandits, you know, the pouches. Yeah. I, I think like, we'll this dual... little piece of paper will save my gums not that i just i don't know the getting all the loose shit i didn't want oh, to my yeah. teeth so i was like yeah. fuck it i'll try these pouches you know and it was winter green i was like oh it tastes delightful and and then all of a sudden like my head was spinning to outer space and like i'm on the clock you know but it's like i'm in outer space on the yeah. clock i think like, this is great that's a nice little buzz and, I, and i've never finished a full can like i've never been a big dipper you know oh, but okay. every now and then <laughs> i mean a little dipper <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know every now and then, i want to dip you know but uh, very problem astronomical is, like, of you yes exactly but I have a definite genetic issue with my gums, and apparently oh. maybe with the bones. So, like, and I knew that going in. So every now and then I look, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I shouldn't do this too often." Interesting. A bu- well, a
1: buddy of mine lost a tooth because of dipping. Because of yep. dipping. No, I don't. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, I mean, it's something about the military too—the kind of hurry up and wait mm. uh, lifestyle that you're in, and in and it just being on on watch in the Navy on a ship, you know, hours on end. It, the dipping is like the perfect thing to, I don't know, just wild away the time when it's boring. Love, um, you know, it. I mean, there's something to be said too for the um, the nicotine kind of like helping you focus. I've I've heard that. I don't know if that's true or not, but
0: uh, once once it doesn't give you the spins, I guess that's uh, yeah, true. I mean, yeah. there's a well, speed once element. you
1: when you dip constantly, then yeah. you're not getting the buzz anymore. But, but yeah. um, well, that
0: was a nice thing too. I didn't dip that much like when i worked in uh, at tech data which was you know one of these fortune 100 companies yeah. i hated that shit cubicle farms and shit so at some point i was like you know what i'm gonna start dipping again yeah because yeah, i know someone else is doing it and they just get a coffee yeah. cup pretend like they're taking sips you know i'm like yeah. i can do that like, great out oh of man space. we all
1: everybody had their own their own uh Dip bottle. Typically, it was a Gatorade bottle. I never Gatorade liked
0: bottles. that. I never liked having dip bottles that remain dip bottles. That shit's gross. yeah Throw that's that gross. shit away.
1: And what you do is you tape it all the way up so you don't have to look at the spit. Mm-mm. But it's the- they just reuse it.
0: No, uh, that's but a-
1: the thing about the Gatorade bottle is it's got the wider yeah. mouth, so it's a little easier to spit into. See, uh, the
0: thing with the coffee cup is, you know, the little plastic lid, and it's got the wide mouth there for yep, the coffee yep. So you drink it like you're you're about to take a drink, you just yeah. right into it, and you put it back down, throw it away. I See, never I'm liked- not
1: familiar with trying to hide it, because if we dipped, we just dipped. It was like, they knew we were dipping, so.
0: Yeah, I just, I never liked, because I had friends in like high school and stuff that were dipping, they always had their spit cup or their spit bottle. That shit's gross. I don't know. Throw that shit away, get a yeah. new one the next day. I don't care what it does to the landfill, That's just gross.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dip with standards, man. Come on. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about submarines and um, no girl
0: wants to see a dip cup. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, that's why you just don't hang around with girls.
0: Oh, that explains your high school. Life. Yeah, ah. that explains a lot.
1: And uh, and submarines too. Um, although I guess there are women on submarines now. Um, I say that like it's a new thing. Been submarines <laughs> been we on submarines for oh, God, I'm terrible. Um, I'm sorry. My, my my dad grew up in sub. He, he I grew up with my dad being in submarines, and there were never any women on board submarines. But for several years now, they have been women on submarines. How long has it
0: been? I mean, like, like a decade or two. Yeah, years?
1: I think it's been probably close to a decade. Oh, to, oh. On, on like the initial, like the first sub- woman, first woman on the submarine. So only one decade, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's pretty recent. Yeah, I mean, so like my childhood was submarines was just all men. Um, I mean, at this
0: point, know, like I keep talking about things that happen. I keep like it used to be. I like, go, ah, five years ago, and I'm like. Twenty years ago, yeah. That's, I mean, one decade ago is nothing.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's it. In fact, we were talking about the submarines, and I wanted to bring up this torpedo torpedo man's uh torpedo uh, ra- yeah. mate uh, rating, is back, and it's it said dead for decades. So I was like, oh man, how long was it? You know, when did they stop? And it was the 1995. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not decades. Oh wait. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. So yeah, so they they you know we were talking about ratings with the uh, retail service specialist. So they they um they. Brought they, they made that one, and then they also brought back the Torpedo Man's now, Mate. Now,
0: that is something I like.
1: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm here oh, for tor- this. Oh,
0: Torpedo Man's Mate?
1: Torpedo Man's Mate. So, yeah, it used to be, way back in the day, just Torpedo Man. Yeah, that I like. Yeah, I know. Everything's Mate now. Uh... So, I don't know why that is. I'm not going to speculate. Uh, is there
0: any... Are there lots of titles or whatever that end with the word man? Like, blah, 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 blah man. Like, um, they high-
1: used there. There used to be. There's not as many anymore. Okay. Um. Is okay. that because of women being in in those ratings? I don't know. Um. um
0: maybe that's why mate. Maybe yeah. I don't really.
1: I don't care enough to. Like. I don't know. But if I were a torpedo man. And. Now I was. Well, being but told, it to be
0: a torpedo man's mate, or or is a torpedo min mate. Like, is there apostrophe S as a possessive? Yeah, Torpedo Man's mate. So who's the Torpedo Man? (laughs) I don't know. Because you're the mate of someone. Well, so if you...
1: So, like, the boss. The boss Torpedo Man. Yeah. Like, if you're a bosun's mate, right? Everybody, The whole rating, everybody's a bosun's mate. But if you're the head bosun's mate on a ship, you're known as the bosun. Right. So who's known as the Torpedo Man? So I'm going to guess that the most senior Torpedo Man's mate... That's his rating. His rating is because, you know, you're not always going to be that senior guy. But if you're the senior guy on the ship, then I'm going to guess that you would be called the Torpedo Man. But, I mean, help me out here, Submariners. Please, somebody, you know, this is a recording, but call in later and let let us know. Write write to us.
0: Yeah, tor. Torpedo Man rating was launched in 1921 and renamed to Torpedo Man's Mate 21 years later, 1942. Okay, so it wasn't because of gender shit because they didn't care about anything in 1942. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. Uh, So then in 95, they absorbed it into the Machinist Mate. Mm. Which, that doesn't... Yeah, I don't know what that was about at the time, but it doesn't seem to make sense because... I mean, Machinist Mates do a hell of a lot more than mess with torpedoes that's a pretty specific job yeah that's not so
0: also yeah you can do it never touch a torpedo perhaps right
1: yeah i mean i would uh, yeah because there's there's machinist mates on surface ships and uh we have torpedoes on surface ships but I'm pretty sure those are um handled by gunner's mates pretty sure Um, that was
0: a national secret you just divulged that we have torpedoes on surface ships i don't know just Um, trying to get you thrown in jail
1: this whole entire conversation will be redacted. It'll be a long, um, silent Black bar, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> radio edit.
0: <laughs> uh, what? I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, I mean, I like having it. torpedoes, man. It makes it feel, you know, like yeah, yeah. You know, you're up at the helm, and you're like, "Hey, man, the torpedoes." It's like, okay, who's gonna do it? The machinist. Why would the machinist do it? Yeah, I know. And
1: I, so I like it. It's, it's just got that kind of that, um, uh, what's the word? I don't I don't know the
0: word combat gravitas
1: Gra- that's perfect I love it that's what I'm talking about that's the opposite of retail service specialists <laughs> yeah. so we're we're getting better on this one this is a, this is a good news story I mean the, the funny thing is this is an example of the Navy kind of implicitly realizing that it made a mistake at some point yeah. you know it's Correct. it's going back on something. yeah so it did something then and now it's not necessarily a mistake but they're like okay we made a decision back then. It's no longer a good decision. Now we're going to change it. So yeah. it's okay to question decisions that have been made. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another example: the uh, the uniforms, the uh, <laughs> getting rid of the blueberries. So the navy persisted with this fucking uh, blue camouflage
0: uniform. The blue digital the, the camouflage. Blueberries. The yep. coolest uniform the navy's so ever had.
1: The, this is where you and I are going to completely disagree. Wow, it was um, book. But it went back. It, it finally, you know, it's. It announced a few years ago that it was getting rid of the uniform, but uh-huh. they finally actually phased it out. Now it's no longer being worn by anybody. Um, but it's okay to question the, the decision that was made and say, well, we don't like that anymore. We're going to change it.
0: Yeah, except uh, for it's the coolest uniform you've ever had.
1: Uh, but it also um, melts onto your skin and is highly flammable.
0: Well, yeah, maybe make uh, it out of something different. Maybe it, make it out of blueberries. Uh,
1: <laughs> or as I'm just reading this article. There's another one by J.D. Simpkins. I love this guy. Uh or, as the Navy Clothing and Textile Research... Oh, I'm sorry. No, even better. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, Thermo- back in t- t- 2012, sailors didn't realize that a mere spark could turn them into a blueberry flambe. Or, as the Navy Clothing and Textile Research Facility eloquently put it, after testing a uniform that doubled as a, quote, thermoplastic fiber Yankee candle that melts and drips when lit, it will burn robustly until completely consumed. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know robustly. who thought about making the uniform out of a a candle wick, but because nobody did any actual research into this, this is you
1: could probably write a book about this uniform and how when badly it, it was it was like researched and developed and acquired. <laughs> um, there's like urban legends about this being like um, one Master Chief uh, that had a connection with a brother or something. Like basically one one guy that wanted to hook up a family member and had the connections to do this and made it happen so that they would produce this uniform. I mean, I don't know why, if any of that's true.
0: Why? I mean, like, I can... I don't understand why they didn't just make it out of the same material, but just with a different pattern on it. Because, quite frankly, it's it's the coolest. It, it makes y'all look cooler than all your other stupid uniforms.
1: Well, I, I, I disagree. If it's a fashion show. you are stupid. No, you're stupid. it's a fashion
0: show, Blueberry wins. It I just, don't... I, it, what? The navy's
1: a fashion show. It, it, it's not. We we would fall into the water and blend in with the water.
0: Yes, and no <laughs> one would
1: ever find you because
0: camouflage works.
1: I, you know, literally, my daughter tried to explain it, and, and she had the best explanation of anybody. Oh, let's hear it. Which is, uh, if you go onto a, an enemy's ship, you could blend in with the water like puddles of water, so they would think that you're just puddles of water. And I was that like, works. that makes more sense than any, any, that works. anybody else's explanation.
0: So just give it to the seals, and they'll be climbing up on boats. And
1: they'll be like, why are these puddles of water shooting at us? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody get a mop.
0: Get a mop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so no,
0: don't get me wrong. Totally useless. Totally useless. Well, well, I'm just saying, as far as just, they look cool. I like them. I like digital camouflage. And I like blue. I so mean, I like I, them hey. together. Yeah, you saw Battleship, right?
1: Have you seen that with Rihanna?
0: A, a movie, the movie Battleship.
1: No. Oh, you gotta see it. Was it good? Well, they have they showcase the blue camouflage. So, no. <laughs> if you like it so much, go watch the movie. I don't want to watch Battleship, the movie. Oh, well, that's like that's like my Top Gun. That's is it. It's as good as it gets. Like the Top Gun gets like the naval aviators get Top Gun. Uh-huh. Swoes get Battleship. Oh, the we hunt we, for Red October. Submarines.
0: Oh, yeah, right.
1: So, yeah, and that's their movie. Yeah. You know, they have Das Boot. Das Boot. There's, there's tons of good submarine movies. I mean, Periscope Down. Mm-hmm. Another that's girl. a classic. That's a yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get Oh, but what, get what about McHale's Navy? Yeah. they need. I need to watch that again. It's been so Tom long. Tom Arnold.
0: What could go wrong? Yeah. Which was probably, that was the remake, but still, it works. Did it remake a TV show or a movie? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it remade a TV show. So,
1: I guess, anyway, this, this <laughs> uniform is, is terrible. Um, it wasn't going to get any better. Yeah. Um, we we finally decided to
0: um, get rid of it. It is and pretty funny. When we were talking about previously, you are just like, why would you want to be camouflaged in the water? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair... If you fall overboard
1: in any uniform besides like a neon orange, you, nobody's going to see you. Yeah. And it, especially if it's low light. Um, Maybe if you're in your
0: whites for some reason.
1: Yeah. Um So yeah. that's why I mean uh, coast guard uniforms have like, you know, uh they're they they are brightly colored. There's orange on there and there's some sometimes I think they have the reflective tape. Yeah. Um,
0: tape.
1: I mean, it depends on what you when you're at sea you wear something different yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, at, yeah, yeah. in port, but um, oh, and then we've got the the coveralls. Don't even get started on coveralls. They're, the same thing. The coveralls. The the material they used to make them uh, was flammable. So Why? Who I don't, isn't? Who's not researching this? I I, I don't know. I don't this know. But is... so we had to go. We had to make this new variant called the fire retardant variant of the coveralls. There's... And it's basically wearing a burlap sack because they they rushed it out to the fleet because they didn't do any research and they're like, oh my god, we're gonna. Some, some sailor is gonna be killed because he's wearing a flammable uniform.
0: This is not the Industrial Revolution. We've been operating with flame-retardant material. There's a fire department! Ask them what they use! I know. This is not... Like, they're government, Flight suits. Flight suits.
1: Naval aviators have flight suits that are very carefully designed and researched and tested.
0: There you go! You don't even have to go all the way to the local government. Just turn your head slightly to the air people and go, (laughs) Hey, air people, what you use?
1: Well, they're talking about doing just a a SWO version of the flight suit. I mean, I don't know where that is in development, but
0: I've heard... Oh, I can't wait to see what ridiculous shit that looks like looks like so now we're
1: wearing green camis that's our official uniform so now there's pictures of like all the sailors camouflage yes means camouflage yes we're green camouflage now so there's a picture of uh, a navy ship like on the bridge like the pallet house and somebody's steering the ship and giving orders and there's like seven people in green camis in the picture and then people are commenting like it's weird to see all these army soldiers taking over (laughs) the the bridge of the ship but i guess we're like super joint now
0: is it digital camo uh, yeah, yeah. So, does that mean y'all can get a bunch of ficus trees and stuff for the deck, just in case shit goes down, you got we, something to blend in with? That's, that's the best comment I've heard so far. <laughs> just um, get a bunch of ficuses, it yeah. nice.
1: They'll never find us.
0: Never find you in the ficus. <laughs> They'll never suspect the ficus.
1: And then we'll have to have, like, a ficus serviceman to rating to maintain the oh, ficuses. Oh yeah, someone's got to
0: water and maintain yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. But we can
1: buy them from the retail servicemen. Yeah. Serviceman mate.
0: called it a, a nursery
1: serviceman. There you go. N- a nursery so to, rating. A nursery rating so that you can prepare people for careers in nurse, nursery. nursery yeah, not, not nursing. Nursing. N- nursery nurserying, nursery I think, is the appropriate yeah, term. Um, but, you know, so I'm bringing up the blueberries. I'm bringing up the, the, the torpedo men. You know, it's, it's okay to question. Apparently, it's okay to question decisions that were made years ago. But it's still not okay to question decisions that are being made right now. Like... Yeah, we're right. okay, we're okay with if something happened ten years ago under our previous admiral's watch, and then okay, we're going to change it, and that's fine. And we go, yeah, we learned from the past, and you know we're getting better. And but then if we're questioning what's happening right now under the current leadership, then we're seen as I don't know rabble rousers
0: or something. And to the other kind of side of that same coin is I think there's a lot of people out there in leadership positions, at least in large government kind of things, maybe large private things too, where they make rules where they go, I don't know, or they make decisions that ten years from now might be fucking awful where they go, I won't be here. Hell yeah. You know, they make decisions going, knowing it's like, I don't know, I won't be here for the consequences. I've heard admirals say that. Ah, they're supposed (laughs) to say that quiet. (laughs) That's supposed to be the part you keep inside your head.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they, their inner monologue, I think, is broken sometimes.
0: <laughs> so the loud part, quiet, and the quiet part loud. Let's just so, say it moves me. Uh, into a bigger house! <laughs> I mean, that's not far off from
1: their motivations either sometimes. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's just odd. You know, like, Blake Herzinger is a guy that we, uh, we talk to quite a bit. And we're going to get him on the podcast yeah, as, can't wait for as that. As sooner rather than later. And I want to talk to him about his article he wrote. Basically saying that uh, the title is the Navy Reserve is broken. I he's a Navy Reserve. Yeah. yeah, I mean, essentially, it boils down to he's not. He and others are not getting paid.
0: I saw somebody. What's a M O M
1: O B M O B? What's an M O B? Uh, mobilization. What does that mean? It means you've been activated to go on orders and do something for the Navy. So when you get a,
0: when you get cash for it, what's that supposed to go towards? Like your. We had like M O B refund or M O B rebate or something like this.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think you're talking about the one that we saw where his uh, housing allowance was like 18 cents. Yeah, yeah, 13 cents I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So that's because because you, you get your you get your full housing allowance once you've been mobilized. Like like you're like basically you're on active duty. Okay. So you get your pay and your housing allowance and the housing allowance on his statement was 13 cents. So
0: housing allowance is that to pay for your house back at home once you've been mobilized or what's that to pay for?
1: Uh, no, it's to pay for wherever you're going. Because you can get mobilized, to, not just overseas, you can get mobilized to it's go like work. Seattle, Yeah, okay. just, you, you're put back on active duty orders to go work a job, okay. just like I do now, at active duty. So you might be
0: paying a uh, motel or something.
1: Yeah, or I could be paying to rent a house in Tampa, um, okay. or okay. someplace expensive. So you get, the housing allowance could be several thousand so, dollars. So
0: the 18 cents, was that for like two weeks or a month? How do? How's that? It's a monthly thing. Holy Jesus. Yeah. Great. So he, they were they were telling him to pay for a
1: month's rent, thir- with, or eighteen cents yeah, or whatever. Trying, trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents. <laughs> um, make it enough. Yeah. So I mean, suck it up, Buttercup. Right. No. Let's see. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like that's it's crazy to think that we can't we can't criticize that this this just completely ridiculous set of circumstances. Uh, and he's getting flack. He he tweeted about this where. His chain of command, like his boss's boss's boss, contacted his boss to say, "Hey, we we read this article that he wrote. What what are you gonna do about it? Like, what what uh, discipline? What yeah. what what are the the uh, consequences gonna be for for young Blake here? So he's just you know writing an article talking about kind of some things that are wrong and how we can fix them, and." retribution you know They so you can't you can't do that can't you can't uh, point out what's wrong not in the current situation
0: man and that's the thing too because like if you think about how much uh how many resources time money sort of resources were spent on making flammable suits or like <laughs> where it's just like if you would have spent like if anybody would have really spent some some brain time where it's like i don't know let's uh what's this material Like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. It's like, have we ever used that material? It's like, no. It's like, oh, is it safe? Oh, is it fire retardant? Eh. Like, there's a couple of questions. Like, it would I can see how things can slip by. You're like, I don't know, just give me clothes. Yeah. You know, because I get that. Like, I'm I'm not checking my clothes to see how much they catch on fire. I'm also not contracting for the entire fucking military, or at least the Navy. And so it's like, so out of all the money they spent on fire or clothes to have you catch on fire... They probably could have spent some of that on housing allowances. I think so.
1: That seems reasonable.
0: <laughs> because that's, that's not even a hard thought process. It's just like, define the region, define the average uh, cost of living and the average rent, and then you take whatever, maybe even if you're the military and you go, all right, well, I'm going to give you .75 of that. Um, or whatever it is, it's just like there. You got your calculation. But yeah, it no, never I mean, comes out to
1: 13 cents. No, it doesn't. And these are errors, right? So they they should be fixed. But what what happens is nobody cares in this huge bureaucracy, and the Navy Reserve is kind of is, uh, notorious for this. Um, so it's being this bureaucratic jungle that can't. Yeah, you get. So if errors happen, they're like nearly impossible to fix because nobody cares enough to uh, help you fix them. Yeah. And so, and nobody has to be held accountable because it's just, you, you, there's several layers of uh, obfuscation. Yeah. So, who knows? It's the same thing with, like, when when I move the family across the country using the military moving process, and with, with 13 different subcontractors get to the people <laughs> that actually pick up our stuff and box it up and move it, you know, if something happens, it's like, I mean, there's a process in place, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's a jungle to try to figure out how to... Uh, get paid for some shit that you that the movers broke you know and yeah. who do you hold accountable yeah um no it's
0: it's true it's, it's i've had to go through like even just the the florida departments you know just normal state level bureaucracies and in florida it's not as bad as other states you know not as bad as like missouri where you have my big my guide for bureaucracies with state governments is how many income taxes do you have, right? Yeah. Like, if you just have federal, then the state government's going to be naturally smaller, because they don't have to collect income taxes, you know? And so like, Missouri City, we got, you know, three layers, and like, Missouri doesn't collect for Kansas City, but it's indicative. Anyway, so even with Florida, like, trying to, like, work something out to get through to anybody that can do anything is impossible oh, it's impossible you yeah. sit there and you talk and you talk to a new person each time and each person like i had this thing with my concealed weapons permit and every time i talked to somebody they start off being real confrontational and i basically be like all right just let's 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 look it up yeah they finally look it up and they go oh you're right you're yes. right i'm like i know i'm right <laughs> how do we get it done like I don't know. Let's see. And so each one goes. All right. Well, I'm gonna take care of you. I got this. You know. And like I'm gonna escalate it. Every every one of them. Like at the end of the call, are just like, oh, okay. No, I do care. I do care. I'm like oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Once like-
1: they realize that they're actually something they could do about it, or it's not like
0: none of them did shit about <laughs> it. They just all were like, you're right, man. Fuck these people. I'm like yeah, fuck oh, these gotcha. people. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it never. It's nothing easy, easy to say something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then like escalated up. So, like, are you gonna follow up? Eh follow up <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna
1: give you a pep talk though yeah i mean i agree with you you're getting screwed here I yeah you are getting screwed. Screwed. You. <laughs> oh man well maybe we should um give blake a pep talk and, and let him know that we support him um well we'll, we'll get him on the podcast here and, and uh, we'll say
0: yeah nothing we can do about it but you are getting screwed i'm just saying As they say, liar, liar, pants on fire, and it seems very likely that in the Navy your pants could be on fire, so (laughs) I don't know if I believe you, Blake. Yeah, that's a good point. His pants literally could be...
1: Well, they, they used to could. Now he should be in the new uniform, and I don't... But I'm assuming that one's been tested. Maybe it also hasn't Why been. Why would you assume this?
0: Because <laughs> it, it's green? I can't <laughs> wait
1: for the new article to come out saying that the Navy's new green cami uniform is also just as flammable as the old blue cami. Because
0: literally the only thing I'm hearing is it's green. So yeah, it's yeah. different.
1: It is a different material. I've worn both uniforms. Okay. It's, it's a better made uniform in several different ways. Material and cut. But I have not tested its flammability. And I have no reason to uh, to believe, to assume that the Navy has tested How many it. of these you got in your closet right uh, now? Oh, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't have spares. I'm not... I'm not I'm, get I, a spare. I know, I should. Get a spare. We, should, we, need, we need to do that. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I can't argue with that. Okay. Right. So we're burning shit. We're burning shit. You want to talk uh, about...
0: Uh, what, what do you want to go with? I want to... Uh, beards uh, or LCS?
1: We could talk about or LCS for a second. I mean, I want to bring up so much more, but I know we're kind of... We're running short on time for the uh, for the current episode, um, yeah. but you know we, we could talk a little bit about so a couple of good news stories, right? Yeah, we sure. talk shit about
0: the Navy all the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a funny thing. I really, I mean, I know I talk shit about like you and people in the Navy just to bust y'all's balls, but I don't feel like we do talk shit about the Navy. Maybe we do. Maybe I, I think a it's just a, it's
1: just from somebody who is in the Navy uh, that comes across as, as, as Pretty critical. Sometimes. Well,
0: criticism's not negative.
1: No, I, I agree. But I think the uh, the sensitivity is there from the the <sighs> yeah. military political structure yeah. and government. And uh, we are attuned to hearing criticism and, and thinking it's negativity.
0: Yeah, it's um, true. But it's just one of those things when you go, hey, it's stupid to make a uniform that catches on fire and burns someone to death. Yeah. It's like, is that negative? No, it's just... It's stupid to have a uniform that burns people to death. Yeah, but I mean, if you're
1: saying that, you're talking to somebody who's making that decision, but...
0: That guy made a mistake and probably should be fired. Well, that's what I think
1: is funny. We we can say that about things that happened in the past, but what is it? Like, a rule? Like, we have to wait five years where we can fix mistakes because we have to wait for the person that made the mistake to leave before we do anything about it? Probably. I mean, that's... I don't know. So, all right. Good Good things. so, So, we talked to... About LCS, uh, they have a new missile, so this is kind of cool because the LCS is another much maligned. Uh, yeah, y'all are uh, always ship. talking. Shit, oh yeah, so in fact, we're we're going to talk to Sal, uh, Commander Salamander, and that'll be that's one of his things he likes to talk <sighs> about. So I do want to talk about
0: this picture's glorious. Why yeah, y'all hate this ship? The the,
1: the naval strike missile um, was fired from uh, an LCS littoral combat ship, um, which is pretty cool because the the missile has a range of about 100 nautical miles. So that's longer than our current inventory. Um, Throwing some shade here, it's not as long as it should be. Um, what there should are it be
0: 300 miles? Even from uh, a vessel of this size? yeah the size of the ship doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I mean, that's maybe what they tell you. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what, that's what I've been told. All right, Frank. It's a good size. It's, fine. it's a good
1: size. <laughs> no, but you know the. Um, there are missiles out there that can go three hundred miles and they we need to get longer and more capable missiles. It's a step in the right direction, but I hope we don't think this was good enough. Tell me um, what an
0: LCS does and why you hate it.
1: Um let's save that conversation for an entire <sighs> okay. episode. Okay. But, With Sal on the phone. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it was just it was
0: a um, <clears throat> to me a this unique design like concept
1: and it was um, much better in theory than it was in execution, okay. and then it was um, uh, acquired in a way that was very costly and ineffective, okay. uh, and, like, more inefficient. And so it's a
0: spruce goose.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way good way to look at it. So we'll, we'll talk about, I mean, having a ship that is um, smaller, uh, maneuverable, those are good things, I just, but the, 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 the ideas were good, the execution of those ideas turned into a ship that just wasn't as useful as it was built to be.
0: I just see like I don't know, uh, you know.
1: They're, I don't they're see not they're sin- not defendable. I mean, they they were they're these things. If they get hit by missiles, they're not surviving, and and they're they require other fleet assets to protect them, and that increases the cost. So
0: if they're part of a a, a strike group or whatever, uh, like you know, with a whole bunch of other ships, I mean. If they were just kind of going around the front shooting something out 100 miles ahead and all that, like, I don't know like I don't want to obviously we shouldn't have pawns. No, I'm with
1: you. I'm with you. I like what, what you're saying and if we can if we can get them into that concept and have maybe like a um, an air defense destroyer or cruiser that provides sort of a defense umbrella mm-hmm. around a few of these. Um, where they can distribute to uh, several hundred miles, yeah, the and then targeted kind yeah. of. Yeah, and then you have different, uh, multiple different shooters uh, attacking the enemy fleet from different directions. Because
0: you got the big boys that can shoot the three hundred miles, and maybe, maybe yes, get it up to three hundred miles, but maybe I mean have yeah. different ranges.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's fine to have that. Uh, if you can get more of them, maybe that's good. I'm, I'm all for it. I guess um, that's
0: the thing: getting more ships, right?
1: Well, you want, you need more ships. You need, you do need more ships because. Kind of a fundamental in naval warfare is uh, you want to have as many shooters uh, as possible, um, so you distribute your firepower. Okay. Um, you, we we've concentrated our firepower with the aircraft carrier, which which is fine because the aircraft carrier can then launch its firepower Outward. on jets yeah. and go and wreak havoc. It, you know, it, it, most um, it's, it's, most navies in the world are, are not going to be able to compete with that. Um, we can talk about China later. Mm-hmm. But that um, that aside, anyway, so LCS has had a lot of problems, and it still does. But this is a win. Um, unfortunately, they don't say... So this is part of a SYNC-X, so this old frigate that had been decommissioned. And it's just it's target practice, so it's yeah. good. You know, so they launched the missile, and then there was also a barrage of um, uh, bombs uh, from the Air Force. Um, and... The uh, B-52s, so they dropped bombs from B-52. Uh, Singapore uh, had some warships uh, to participate, a uh, barrage of uh, rockets and bombs. Uh, and there was a submarine. Um, in the article, it doesn't say where the submarine fired a torpedo, but it was definitely there. Uh, it makes you wonder, um, what. <laughs> how hard was it to sink this ship? Oh uh, Yeah, uh, and
0: like, actually it makes me wonder, did everybody hit the target? Yeah,
1: I don't know. Right. It doesn't say. But those are questions that you kind of want to know. Um, did they hit it? Uh, how effective? You know, is this missile so Is this so great? Well, what impact did it actually have? Because sometimes these missiles, um, you know, they're, they're precision. They
0: can target like a single spot on the ship, but then it kind of doesn't have much of an impact. Because the way this sounds to me, knowing nothing about anything, is like, it's like all right, we're going to bring all this stuff out here. And then... We're gonna have that uh, submarine quietly sink them from below. Yeah, the <laughs> torpedo—that's
1: that's the that's the killer. The yeah. torpedo is the backbreaker. I mean, literally, it explodes underneath the ship, creates a uh, gas I-E. bubble that raises the keel up, and then when it comes back down, it cracks. Uh, so the the torpedo will sink a ship, and missiles can sink a ship too. It's just not as effective yeah. because it doesn't have the same mecha- uh, you know, um, structural effect.
0: It's the only reason I can see there being a submarine there is to like, hey, we're gonna put on a show, but make sure the
1: boat make goes sure down. it sinks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean that's the implication. If you, you're exactly
1: right. They don't say what happened. They don't say if it even shot a torpedo. Uh, but there you go. So I mean, it's a good news story. Let's just kind of cage our expectations on this one. Um, and had, this is Salt Force One, so we're gonna throw salt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking um, of Salt Force One, I think uh, like coming up like last week aside, which. uh... It was fine. We did fine. Everything it was, fine. was fine. It was fine. fine. Everybody, everybody, it was, it was people love us. It's fine. Everybody loves it. We actually got some fun shit coming up, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about uh, the next few few, few episodes. Weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: We got we got um, we're gonna get Blake on here. Uh, Commander Salamander is gonna join us at some point. Um, surprise guest. Uh, still not sure we can talk about him yet. Nope. Let me we make sure we're we're locked in there, and then. Not yeah, we'll we'll make sure that you guys get get word of that one um, asap. A S A P.
0: I'm looking forward to talking to old Commander Salamander. I've listened to uh, the Midrats there, and yeah. I heard you on them. You you were on there.
1: I was uh yeah a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be on there again too. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. That'll be to, fun. Some good ideas. Some good ideas for the navy.
0: Here, man. I at some point I was just like, man, fuck that guy. Like I can figure out his identity, you know? Yeah. And I went after it for a while. And I've got a lead, and I feel strongly about one thing. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's done very good. I it, mean,
1: he's been he's been writing a, as the Salamander for decades. Well,
0: part of his strength is that he uses Blogspot, and so like he doesn't have uh, like domains registered to his name and stuff like that. Because uh, he's yeah. using this kind of like open source. I don't even think it's on purpose. I mean, maybe it is, but uh, yeah. No, he's done good because it's like you can't, you can't name resolve, Blogspot slash whatever. Yeah, you
1: know. Well, um, I'll certainly uh, ask him if he would like to uh, reveal his true identity on Salt Force One. That'd be uh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, yeah. Unmask him. Unmask <laughs> the Batman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unmask the Batman. <laughs> the bat. um, <laughs> Did you see? Did you see Joker? I've not. No, I, I did to
0: I want. Yeah. yeah. It, I hear it's going to create a generation of uh, mass shooters. Uh. <laughs> I follow this account on uh, Instagram. It's hard time news. They're kind of like the Onion if you listen to punk rock. And yeah. so it said, uh, "It was a, a distraught, a distraught, lonely Marilyn Manson laments that no school shootings are blamed on them anymore." <laughs> it's like they're talking about mental health. They're talking about AR-15s, and no one's talking about me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and video games. Video games. I was the other. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, take a deep breath.
0: Alright, All well, right. I think so, we've
1: done a, a good job today. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. You know, I, we're never going to go back to this one if I don't say it now, so I'm just going to go ahead and bring it up at the do end. Do it, do it. So I want to be fair to the good news stories on the Navy. And, oh, uh, yeah. We, right. we, uh, Naval Aviation hit the readiness goal of 80%, which uh, reaches stretch goal of, of 341 up fighters. So talking about F-18s, it just means that 80% are... So, what they're saying is, this is where it gets a little squirrely, uh, 80% um, operational, um, ready to fight, uh, those kind of, like, mission ready, I think they're saying. Um, if you talk to the people that are in the know, um, that means that those aircraft can fly. And 80%? That, 80% of them can fly. Okay. That doesn't mean they're prepared to go into combat. Oh. So... Um, it's a good news story. Hey, you know this is the numbers were down in like lower lower than fifty like percent a year ago. So it was one of those things. Mattis set a goal and said, "Hey, um, yeah, 50 percent range." And then Mattis nice. said, uh, "Hey, you need to get up to eighty percent." Like it's kind of like a yeah, like a, yeah, like a moonshot. It's like, hey, this is your goal. Get there, and we did. That's great. Um, but to to be clear, we're talking about aircraft that can get off the ground, and wow. not not aircraft that are. Ready to go into combat.
0: Why couldn't... I don't... Why do we... I mean... I know there's maintenance and stuff, but like... And I guess we have some... I don't think we have that much aerial combat going. Why don't... Why is only... We only have 80% of our planes can fly?
1: Yep. Don't well, we? We overemploy
0: can, the world. Why can't we get our planes able to fly? This is
1: maintenance. Just... I mean, they're... they're they go through maintenance phases. Okay. So you have to... So it could be planned... Some of it's planned, okay. Yeah, All right, I can deal and, with that. And some of this, some of the re- some of the ways that we got to eighty percent from the forty fifty is like streamlining our maintenance systems. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and like that's good. Improving our processes. Yeah, that's a re- longevity there. Yeah. So, um, they they uh, there's some there's some real goodness in this. Um, the the other thing that I think we avoided, which is something I'm I'm mentioning these because people tell me these things kind of behind the scenes. Um, they were apparently were going come hell or high water they were going to meet this goal and one way that you can ensure uh if at the end of the fiscal year that you have 80% blow up ones uh, don't work <laughs> uh, just don't fly what just don't fly what so you mean, if you just if you don't hit if you hit the goal and you want to make sure that your goal is is set at 80% before or at the end of the fiscal year like say you hit it 3 or 4 days before the end of the fiscal year oh and after that just ground all the just planes just ground all the planes yeah uh, so that didn't happen, which is a good thing, because that's you know creative accounting and shit like that. It didn't happen. No, not that I know of.
0: Okay, sounds kind of sound like you're implying that it
1: did. I don't think it did. Okay. I mean, unless somebody wants to correct us, mm-hmm. um, I think like, this was like just a, a legit like, a like golden
0: demigod of the skies. Yeah,
1: maybe if he wants to tell <laughs> us. Um, but no, I mean, just reading about this and hearing about it. Um, you know, it's it's generally it's an eighty percent good news story. We'll put it that way, eighty percent.
0: I'll take eighty percent good news. Yeah,
1: eighty percent aircraft readiness goal, eighty percent good news story. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I guess so I just, I just I just they just put a bow on that story.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I guess eighty percent's good. I mean, that's. Bees. I mean, it's better
1: than forty percent.
0: It's better than 40%. Four- we were at forty percent.
1: Yeah. It. It's we gotta get we gotta get um, Graham back on the show and, and talk to him about this.
0: Well, and I guess it is if it is something where it is uh, logistical, you know, or it's like oh, we just do these maintenance here and there, like that. That does make a big difference if you're just like if yeah on a international scale, if you're just arbitrarily taking stuff down and right, you, you got to phase stuff, that yeah. and and and
1: think about it from a system perspective, you yeah. Know, like yeah, an enterprise wide approach, which we we have that. So I mean, why couldn't we do that a year ago? I don't know. Um, there, there's more to the story for sure, um, but I, I do want to know more about the um, the distinction between you know being up like when you call an aircraft up, it means it can fly, but yeah, not necessarily ready for combat. Does so. it
0: get the MIGs? Can yeah. we get the MIGs? Too
1: close for missiles.
0: Switching to guns. Man, uh, yesterday I was in the pool and uh, I am on this weird approach or I think, not approach, I guess it's when they're leaving, uh, McDill, but I, I don't know what kind of planes they are, F whatever the hells, but uh, yeah, they're awesome planes, Top Gun, awesome planes, and so it's nice, sometimes they just fly right over my house, and the great thing is, you know, you, you can hear them coming, you hear that, and so, like, we were talking about something at the pool, I was just like, Shh, look up! Yeah. <laughs> and then they flew by, I was like, ah, oh, awesome! <laughs> You're talking about from here? Yeah, right oh, here. cool. Yeah, was, it was same in Coquina Key. We're, like, and they were, were fighter jets? Yeah, so probably F35s.
1: I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the F- F35s uh, flew over Raymond James at one of the Bucks games recently. They're uh, they're the newest, you know, the the newest jet that uh, the
0: military has our military has. Well, it could be. I mean, it's that shape, you know. Yeah. Uh so I don't, but like in Cocoa key, like when I lived there, I mean, there were every quarter or so they go over but it's just yeah. something about And you, when you're flying into tampa you know you take sometimes you take a wide approach and you go kind of over all this uh-huh. area so i think it's the opposite i think when they're heading out sometimes they have to go over gotcha. this area, not that yeah
1: i mean i think um it's, it's my guess f-35 being be no in mcdill air force base i mean f-22s might come through here but you said you heard it yeah you wouldn't hear f-22s yeah, no,
0: no. <laughs> This made some noise. Yeah. They always do. It was one of the, like, the first time I heard it, they were, I think they were buzzing for a while, because one of those, you hear something, are like, what the fuck, I don't care. And then, like, it's still there for a while. And suddenly, I was just like, we should run outside, child. And so, we run outside, we're just like, hey, awesome. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. That's All, all right. All right, Marco. Okay. Well, until uh, next week when we get super fancy. Yep.
1: I think so. Um... See if we can um, hook up with uh,
0: Commander Salamander next weekend. Totally miss the alley We'll try this again. So until next week.
1: Oh, there it
0: is. Keep it salty.
1: Hey, all right. We did
0: it.